Good Monday noontide, Howard Wig, Think Tech Hawaii, Code Green. I hope you're feeling reused today because we have two distinguished hosts from Reuse Hawaii. These are the people who deconstruct homes rather than destruct homes and make good use of all that material in the old building or old home. One prime example of why this is so valuable is that many old homes have really, really, really good wood in them. Cedar, redwood, oak, whereas the common wood these days is pine. So think about it. You deconstruct a home and then you put those materials in the warehouse as they will describe and other people use them to construct new things. What does that do? That prevents the necessity of people in the Northwest cutting down more trees and taking away all that beautiful carbon dioxide that the tree was absorbing. Then that takes a lot of energy. Then you have to cut it up into boards and lengths. Then you have to transport it all the way here and then get it to the construction site. And when you're constructing a new home from raw board, you are producing a heck of a lot of energy or material waste. Look at the huge bins outside of a new uh, construction site for homes. Just two by fours, four by fours, everything just sticking all over the place, utterly going to waste. Whereas if you reconstruct the home, you have these beautiful old materials, the builders come in, ah, that's just for me, that's just for me, that's just for me. And you're reusing all of this good stuff. Plus you're employing people instead of expending fossil fuel energy, you are expending human energy. What does that translate into? <clears throat> Jobs, not just any old job, but good paying, satisfying jobs. Speaking of which satisfied, I have two very, very satisfied people with me today. Harley Didrickson, she's the communication assistant for Reuse Hawaii and Ariana Whalen the communications director for Reuse Hawaii. So ladies, welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you for joining us and please take it away and just follow, just have the slides come up when, when you want them. Take it away. Okay, thank you so much, Howard, um, for that lovely introduction and for bringing the community into this space of learning the difference between deconstruction and destruction. So we're going to start with slide two and a little bit of background about Reuse Hawaii. So Reuse Hawaii is an environmental nonprofit formed in 2006 by Quinn Bidham, who is currently our executive director. And it was it's our mission is focused on cultivating the circular economy in Hawaii. And we do this through our two main programs, deconstruction, which is a sustainable alternative to demolition and redistribution, where many of our materials that we salvaged from deconstruction end up. Um, Harley is gonna take it away with slide three. So as Ariana mentioned, um, one of the main purposes of our mission is to cultivate the circular economy. 
Um, so the circular economy is in contrast to how we currently operate, which is referred to as a linear economy. So in the linear economy, um, normally we'll buy something, we'll use it for a short period of time, and then it normally gets thrown away. So the circular economy is in contrast to this, um, and it operates under the three core concepts of designing out waste and pollution, regenerating natural systems, and keeping products and materials in use. So what we do at Reduce Hawaii falls under all three of these concepts. Um, and, you know, cultivating the circular economy is, you know, it's about transforming our lifestyles, but it's also about switching our mindset too. Yeah, and one of the wonderful things about the circular economy in Hawaii is that Hawaii has historical precedents for building and implementing a system like this. You know, the Ahupua'a system is a great example of the circular economy, where all waste is designed out and the system by itself is regenerative in nature. Um, so now we're going to talk about slide four. Uh, this slide says trash is a resource that hasn't found a home, and that is a core concept for reuse as an island community. You know, managing our waste is crucial for the health of our ecosystem. And over the past two years, our waste crisis has come to a head in Hawaii. Our landfill, the only construction and demolition landfill on Oahu, is slated to close within the next five years. And construction and demolition waste is the number one contributor to that waste stream. Um, so as you can see, like we have to manage our waste better. We have to look at waste as a resource. And uh, we feel really fortunate that that's what our nonprofit does. So we're gonna go to slide five now, and this is Harley. So um, just some more details on deconstruction. Um, it's sort of a new idea for some people, but what deconstruction is, is the sustainable alternative to demolition. So we have a team that will go in and hand disassemble buildings um, piece by piece in the opposite order that it was put up. Um, and this is to salvage as much material as possible and reclaim the embodied energy of these materials. So by embodied energy, we mean all the energy that it took to originally um, produce and ship these materials. We're now um, putting more value into it because we're using it again. Um, so last year in fiscal year 2021, our work reduced greenhouse gas emissions by over 350 tons, which is the equivalent of removing 75 cars from the road for a year. Um, so we did this through 75 unique deconstruction projects, and this ranged from whole house deconstruction to uh, minor remodels, um, and which all of these projects contributed to the, the diversion of 462 tons of material from the landfill. Um, and all of our clients who received the deconstruction from us um, also received a tax deductible donation receipt for all of the materials that they donated from the deconstruction. So it's really a win-win on both sides. There's economic benefits, environmental benefits, and social benefits, which is um, what comes from cultivating the circular economy. All right, so we're going to go to slide six, which is a picture from our redistribution center in Kaka'ako. Um, 
hopefully some of your viewers have been here. Um, our redistribution centers are sustainable hubs where we redistribute donated and salvaged material, both from our deconstruction projects and from our community donations at large. Um, a core part of our mission is to provide our community with affordable materials. And we're really proud to say that all of our materials are marked at 40 to 90% of their retail value. Um, and last year we saved the community over half a million dollars and had over 23,000 unique community members come to our redistribution centers. We have one in Kaka'ako, as I mentioned, and we also have one in Kailua, Kona, next to the road behind the Costco um, on the Big Island. Um, and at our Kaka'ako location, we're also proud to host the Honolulu Tool Library, where members can borrow tools instead of having to purchase them. And by offering this sharing service, they're our partner in the circular economy. Um, if you could go to slide seven we're going to introduce our workforce development program. So our workforce development program was designed in the early stages of the pandemic when we realized that our local economy um, was unfairly you know, tilted towards the tourism industry and that we needed to offer our community sustainable job training um, and we're so excited to offer this program and participants come from a wide range of backgrounds of different ages and abilities. And they've honestly infused Reuse Hawaii with renewed optimism and excitement over our work as we have trained them in skills ranging from woodworking to gaining material knowledge, um, nonprofit management, retail side, and we even have a few on our deconstruction team. Um, we're currently partnered with Kupu as a host site, and we've worked with Youth Build in the city of Honolulu. Um, so we can go to slide eight, and Harley's going to introduce the local tree reclamation project. Um, so a couple years ago, we did a pilot project for the local tree reclamation. Um, so this all started when Quinn was driving by the Capitol, and he noticed that they were taking down some monkey pod trees. And so he just pulled right over and went up to them and asked, what was, what's their plan for these trees? And he found out that they were going to be sent to the wood chipper or the landfill. Um, and he just saw this as another great opportunity to turn what some people might have considered waste into a resource. Um, so through that one experience, we started the local tree reclamation program. Um, so we take, we take donations of locally felled trees. So trees that have either fallen in storms or had to be removed for safety or development purposes or even trees that have been removed for conservation efforts. So we're currently offering um, beautiful monkey pod and Norfolk pine slabs at our Kaka'aka warehouse. Um, and we'll continually get new slabs of different species as well. Um, so, you know, not only are we offering another way to divert materials from the landfill and offer our community with locally sourced materials, um, but it's also been really fun to see what people have created from this. Um, we've seen, live edge shelves, tables, bars, and even a shower bench. So yeah, it's been great. Um, okay. Just as a, 
Sorry, go ahead. Sorry. Just as a side note, in addition to um, accepting tree donations for, you know, some of them fell in storms, some of them have been removed for development purposes or for safety reasons. Um, we've also partnered with a few uh, larger landowners to help with conservation efforts to restore native forests. Um, okay, so we can go on to slide number nine. Um, so we also offer community pickups for those that would like to donate materials but um, don't have a way to deliver them to our warehouse. So we have a really easy pickup request form on our website um, for anyone who's interested. Um, and any accepted donations come with a tax deductible donation receipt. And Hartley, let me interrupt and ask, what sort of items are, are you accepting? Um, so we accept secondhand furniture. So, you know, couches, tables, chairs, um, armors, dressers, really any type of furniture, pretty much. Um, we also take in um, sinks and toilets, but we just ask that they're, you know, newer. Same thing with appliances. Um, we only accept appliances that are um, in working condition and um, under five years old. So we have a um, form on our website that outlines all of our materials that we can accept. Okay, I think we can go to slide 10. Um, okay, so some of you may have seen, this is our most recent park lot build in the neighborhood of Kalihi, right outside of Richie's Drive-In. Um, and this was a community partnership build that uh, Better Block Hawaii reached out to us and um, in coordination with a local artist, we um, designed this parklet. This is actually the masterpiece of Phil Ziegler, who is our in-house craftsman. And he designed this space. And then um, local artist Boz Schur came in and did this gorgeous flowers and like mural that you see on it. Um, and we're really excited to be partnering with Better Blocks Hawaii to help bring more community parklets. There are a few in Kaimuki currently outside of the Surfing Pig and one close to Juicy Brew as well. And where um, is this Kalihi site? So it's outside of Richie's Drive-In. Um, and it's, it's actually a really beautiful parklet. So I hope that people get a chance to visit it. Thank you. Um, so we can go to slide 11, which is um, some more of Phil's beautiful work. So these are actually Ward Warehouse beams that you see on the left-hand side. Reuse Hawaii had the privilege to help deconstruct Ward Warehouse. And as a part of that deconstruction, we were able to salvage these beautiful Ward Warehouse beams. Um, and Hemic, our uh, local insurance company um, asked us to slab up some of the pieces of the Ward Warehouse beams for their new space, which you can see on the far right. Um, they painted them gold, so they look less like wood, but this is an ex 
excellent example of reusing material and transforming, you know, what would otherwise be considered waste into not only resources, but stylish and functional pieces. Um, and we can go to slide 12. Um, so this is an example of um, a deconstruction turned into a gorgeous renovation. Um, I believe that's walnut flooring, right, Ariana? Yes. Yeah, so that's, that's walnut flooring that you see there. Um, so the transformation picture was sent to us by one of our supporters after he had the um, flooring that he purchased from us installed. And I really think this transformation highlights that, um, you know, just because uh, material is secondhand or salvaged, it doesn't degrade the quality at all. Um, if anything, you can increase the quality and, you know, upcycle and create something beautiful. Yeah, and this was actually from a recent project. So in the slide, you actually see our deconstruction crew lifting up the floorboards. And this was from a former retail space in Ala Moana. Um, so we're really keeping that circular economy theory going here. Um, one person's waste is another person's treasure. Um, and so to really reframe the way that we look at waste, we have to look at also how our communities approaching the resources that we're able to give them. Um, and we can go to slide 13 for another community example. So this is a question that we get asked a lot is like, okay, but is it safe to use salvaged or reclaimed material um, in your builds? Well, this house that you see was made from reclaimed materials by one of our supporters, Orion Stanbro. Most of the materials came from Reuse Hawaii. And not only is it like a stylish and functional space, it's like such a great example of using reclaimed and salvaged materials. So we thought we would share it with you. Um, and then we can go to slide 14. Um, so yeah, we just wanna wrap it up and say thank you for having us um, and let everyone know that we're doing an Earth Month bingo um, through our Instagram. So Ariana, Ariana and I created a template of different environmental related activities. Um, and by completing the bingo, you could win a $100 gift card to reuse and some other um, prizes that we're still ironing out the details for. But um, to find out more about our programs and to find out more about the Earth Month Bingo, um, follow us on our socials at Reuse White. Yeah, um, and our Earth Month Bingo is also like in collaboration with a couple of local nonprofits and environmental groups. Um, on that list, we're going to be encouraging people to attend beach cleanups and community garden events, um, to shop locally, and to um, just this whole entire mindset behind our Earth Month Bingo is to encourage people to see how easy it is to be sustainable and to get involved in their community. And this is going out via, I assume, social media, via a whole bunch of nonprofits. Is that how this is working? 
So it will be mostly launched through our page on social media, but we will have access to it on our website as well when the month begins. So it'll start April 1st. And you mentioned you're coordinating this with other nonprofits, is it? or? Yes, absolutely. So we are also partnering with a zero waste store called Protea Zero Waste in Kailua. And uh, we're partnering with a few local nonprofits that will be hosting events, including Surf Rider and 808 Cleanups to amplify their events. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's so, a way to get the word out li- literally to thousands of people. That, that's yeah. uh, great. Yeah, we're really there'll excited. There'll be a few work days and um, mm-hmm. a few work days, a few cleanups. So just a way to get involved with the community and help the environment while you're doing it. So does that conclude your slides? Because I have a whole bunch of uh, questions here. <laughs> that concludes our slides. <laughs> okay. Number one, I was intrigued by the fact, <clears throat> sort of occurred to me that you can do new flooring with this. Because as I said before, a lot of this reclaimed lumber is a really high quality. Maybe that you would have a hard time getting today or you have, would have to pay an arm and a leg for it. So you can create probably some beautiful flooring with, the, with this, is that the case? Absolutely. So the example that you saw was actually of reclaimed flooring. So it already was flooring. um, And most of the material that we do reclaim is actually quite old. It's from old growth forests that you will never get that material from again. Um, Some of the material that passes through our store is over 600 years old. I mean, you can tell by the wood grain alone. Um, So yeah, it's very special. Wow. Yeah, and we have um, a variety of flooring right now. We have oak, fir, bamboo, walnut. Um, So lots of flooring to choose from if you come down to our warehouse and Take a look. Yeah. And if people wanted to come down and take a look, where would they go and what are your hours? Absolutely. So we are located in Honolulu at 200 Keawe Street. And our hours are Tuesday through Saturday, 9 to 5. Okay. And 200 Keawe Street, that sounds kind of like right in the heart of Kaka'ako. It is. It is right next to the medical school um, and right across Ala Moana from Salt. Mm-hmm. Okay. We had a question come in. What can you do with linoleum and drywall? So this is a great question. Um, and it's actually something that our executive director, Quinn Vidim, um, had been talking to me about recently. Um, Drywall is actually more of a policy issue that we will have to um, allow people to recycle um, drywall. We currently are not allowed to um, because of the policies that are in place. But um, we have been working with Uh, some people in the gasification industry who are very interested in recycling um, drywall. So 
very interesting. And then I'm intrigued by the fact that you can, on order, pick up old furniture and so forth. Because most of us, when we have old furniture, we think of uh, the city's bulky item pickup. And we just make an appointment and put the uh, appliances or furniture or whatever out by the curb the night before. So you are, you're an alternative to bulky item pickup. Yeah, um, I mean, the pickup service is just another way to like extend our um, resources to the community. Um, and through the pickup form, um, it will be able to determine if we can accept the material or not, because, you know, we want our warehouse to be filled with high quality material that can be of great use to the community. So we're not able to accept everything, um, but through the pickup form, uh, we're able to determine if a material is acceptable or not. And what if people have big pieces of furniture like a couch or something, which is in good condition, but they are physically unable to actually get it down the curb. Can you have a couple of strong people come up and physically remove it from the house and get it into the truck? Um, I think we usually ask that um, the piece of furniture is ready to go on the curb just because we do have limited staffing um, as a nonprofit. So, it's always better if the piece of furniture is ready to go on the curb, but in the case that someone would need help, it, it never hurts to ask. And if we have the capabilities at the time, we're always happy, happy to help out. Mm -hmm. thank, yes. you, thank you. And then finally, a little quiz. What was probably the first reuse of an existing building in Honolulu? Ooh, I don't, I'll, I don't I'll do actually know. <laughs> I'll do a, a follow-up question. question. Why is Fort Street Mall called Fort Street Mall? Oh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure, Howard. <laughs> this is a difficult <laughs> quiz. <laughs> I will, uh, we only have a minute, so I'll give the short answer. The Russians tried to make a presence back in the Hawaiian kingdom, and they built one fort on the south coast of Kauai, and another fort across uh, the street, Mauka, from where Aloha Tower is now. And it was King Kamehameha II who decided he didn't uh, care for the Russians. And he ordered the fort torn down. It was made out of coral block. And he pushed the blocks, Makai, and that was the first uh, landfill mm. or, or land addition, I should say. He knew he needed to improve the facil port facilities because that was Hawaii's major port already. So the closer he could get to the actual water, rather than having it be kind of swampy beach, the better. And the first landfill like that was the stones from the Russian fort. Hence, the name Fort Street, which now has become Fort Street Mall. So. Wow. Get that at, at no extra charge. So we are definitely out of time. Arlie and Ariana, thank you so very, very much. And I hope that this results in your being able to expand your wonderful business even more. So Howard Wig Think Tech Hawaii, thank you very much. See you next time.